Hello again, and welcome to our SJL Daily Scripture Podcast. I'm Lisa Whitaker, and today's reading is Hosea chapters 5 through 10, but I'll touch on the rest of the book since we end it tomorrow. Yesterday, we talked about the fact that Hosea and Gomer's marriage and her unfaithfulness is a parable for the covenant between God and Israel. Gomer left Hosea, but he redeemed her and took her back just as the Lord redeems Israel and us, ultimately through his son, Jesus Christ. In chapters 4 and 5, and really till the end of the book, Hosea details Israel's acts of unfaithfulness and their consequences. These chapters contain harsh, visceral, descriptive language that we don't expect because, honestly, we like to focus on God's love more than his holiness. But his holiness cannot be married to sin, and therefore God, being holy and just, must render judgment. Chapter 6 begins with Israel saying they'll turn back to the Lord, but he knows their repentance isn't genuine. In verse 4, you can hear his exasperation. What shall I do with you, O Ephraim? What shall I do with you, O Judah? Your love is like a morning cloud, like the dew that goes away early. And then in verse 6, we hear his expectation. For I desire steadfast love and not sacrifice, the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. God doesn't want Christians who just go through the motions, checking off their Christian duty to-do list, showing up at church on Sunday, but then forgetting about him the rest of the week. He wants people who love him more than their own selfish desires. He wants true heartfelt repentance from his beloved bride. Chapters 7 through 10 continue to list all the ways Israel has forsaken the Lord and the just punishment she deserves. When we read those chapters, putting ourselves in Israel's place, the Holy Spirit will no doubt bring conviction in our hearts, and that's a good thing. We need accountability for our thoughts, words, and deeds. God, like any good parent, disciplines his children out of love in order to teach and keep them safe. Chapter 11 begins with a beautiful description of the Lord's love for Israel. Starting at verse 1, When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. The more they were called, the more they went away. They kept sacrificing to the Baals and burning offerings to idols. Yet it was I who taught Ephraim to walk. I took them up by their arms, but they did not know that I healed them. I led them with cords of kindness, with the bands of love, and I became to them as one who eases the yoke on their jaws, and I bent down to them and fed them. I love the image of God as a devoted father, holding his little child's hands up, walking behind him, helping him learn how to walk. It reminds me that when we lift our hands in worship, we're not only praising him, but we're also reaching up to him saying, Father, help me, teach me how to walk in your ways. And at the beginning of those verses, we can hear the sadness in God's voice as he laments over his wayward son. He says, the more they were called, the more they went away. Many a parent can relate to this feeling. He says in verse 8, How can I give you up, O Ephraim? How can I hand you over, O Israel? How can I make you like Adma? How can I treat you like Zeboim? 
My heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. I will not execute my burning anger. I will not again destroy Ephraim, for I am God and not a man, the Holy One in your midst, and I will not come in wrath. Adma and Zeboim were cities destroyed along with Sodom and Gomorrah. God's wayward children deserved the same fate, yet the Father's love for them is greater than his righteous anger. He will not abandon them, and he will not abandon us either. Because of the grace of God, our identity as his children is in Christ. That's astounding. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed. Behold, the new has come. And Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. There's a story a Christian wrote of God giving every believer a special mirror. On one side of the mirror is a natural reflection showing all our flaws. But on the other side is the image of Jesus Christ. When God looks at us, he chooses to see us from the Jesus side of the mirror. The last chapter of Hosea's book closes with these lovely verses. O Ephraim, What have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after you. I am like an evergreen cypress. From me comes your fruit. Whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the upright walk in them. But transgressors stumble in them. Let's pray. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we give you all praise, honor, and glory. We are in awe of your great love. We thank you for the daily conviction of the Holy Spirit as you shape us into the likeness of your Son, Jesus, in whom we now have our identity. Help us to see the Jesus side of the mirror in others we encounter today, and give us wisdom and discernment to understand your word and your will for us. Amen.